the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices? I don't have to show you any stinking vices! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, greetings one and all. Glad you have tuned into the program. Uh, the Chris Salcedo Show. Hope you had a good Memorial Day. Surrounded by friends and family and remembering what what we celebrate the day for. We celebrate the day to remember those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms, and hopefully that was as you were enjoying the pool or the barbecue or camaraderie or friends or, or just the day recognizing why you're able to do that. Because there are, there are individuals who don't even know you, who sacrificed uh, for you and for me so we can continue this way of life of ours, which is important to preserve. Uh, many of us in the conservative movement recognize the importance of keeping America strong and free. Uh, we can't say the same of our political adversaries. Welcome to the program, and if you want to get in touch with the show, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, you can listen to us on demand. Listen to us live, theblaze.com slash radio, Blaze Radio smartphone app, or the iHeartRadio smartphone app on social media at chris salcedo tx at c-h-r-i-s-s-a-l-c-e-d-o-t-x as in texas and then um on facebook the chris salcedo show make sure you pay a visit as well to theblaze.com in the channels section and that's where you will find uh my mug make sure you follow us there we had uh we liked a couple of the submissions last week out of the park a lot of what we had to say about some of the some of the news of the day really caught a lot of a lot of your attention and we appreciate the feedback and appreciate you guys engaging that's what it's all about time to do the flip around everybody let's get out to the cable news channels and see what they are covering today we'll start off with a leader of the basket of bias cnn scrutinized by the fbi from a counterintelligence perspective they really want to know was this man was sergey gorkov sent there by uh, the russian president to try and wage some sort of influence to try and or was it more to just get knowledge about what the campaign was thinking mm -hmm. uh, what the president uh, was going to eventually do uh, with russian sanctions all great questions waiting for some answers <laughs> in time shimon prokopez yes all great questions uh you know what really drives me nuts about this whole narrative? Is that these people over at CNN, these people over at MSNBS, the, 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 the basket of bias, they, they want you to, to believe 
that this was the first year ever. It, it's never happened before where a foreign adversary, much less Russia, tried to interfere in our elections. And even resident Obama was forced to admit that even dating as far back as the Soviet era, they've been trying to influence American elections. As a matter of fact, the political adversaries out there, there has been one political party who has teamed up with communist Russia, Soviet Russia, to, uh, to undermine the United States of America. It was the Democrat Party, one of their, one of their lions. Senator Ted Kennedy teamed up with a sitting Soviet premier to undermine Ronald Reagan. There's documentation out there for it. So the whole idea that now Democrats are all of a sudden concerned about Russia and their interference in America, nothing could be further from the truth. They were so concerned that when Russia murdered and stole land from one of our allies, I mean, Democrats couldn't be found. As resident Obama basically allowed Vladimir Putin to do whatever the hell he wanted. Uh, resident Obama allowed uh, or sat across the uh, uh, chair to chair. What he thought was a closed mic moment ended up being an open mic moment where resident Obama assured Dmitry Medvedev, tell Vlad I'll have more flexibility, you know, missiles in Europe and all that kind of stuff after my election. I'll, I'll finish putting the screws to America after my election, said resident Obama. Uh, Hillary Clinton paving the way for 20% of our uranium to be given to the Russians' control. U.S. uranium is, in, is now in Russia's control, not because of Donald Trump, but because of Hillary Rodden Clinton and nobody from Fox to CNN to anywhere can be bothered to bring up that simple fact. Uh, MSNB, you know, and now it's important. Now the liberals say it's important. Let's get over to MSNBS. Into roles in the White House uh, West Wing at the president's request. If you're watching MSNBC. Yes, well, as they're going to break. So uh, a shakeup. The deputy communications director is resigning. <gasps> okay, well, up next. I, there's there's got to be something more to this. What if this guy was the leaker? What if it turns out this guy was the leaker? What if they planted some stuff and it was found out that he was... I'm just speculating. I have no idea. But what, what if he ended up being one of the leakers? Uh, let's get over to Fox. Our viewers, remember how it is that they found out about this in the first place. Yeah, there was a leak. But how did they find out about it? Here's how they found out. They were monitoring the Russians. And while they're monitoring the Russians, as the story goes, all of a sudden there's Jared Kushner. And there they are discussing a back channel that doesn't involve United States equipment, but Russian equipment. And if that didn't happen... If, if Jared Kushner wasn't trying to hide things from the United States, then why would he do that? Shep Smith, uh, wondering out loud about this back channel negotiation that was initiated according to Fox News Channel's own reporting. Catherine Harris saying it was it was Ambassador Kislyak who wanted to who who said, uh, look, let, let's get this back channel going on. Now. Uh, when the Democrats started laying the foundation that communicating with Russia was bad, only if you're a Republican, when they started laying that foundation, I was incensed and I said, by God, let's, let's do this. Let's go for it. 
So we should impeach every single lawmaker that has ever talked to Russia because talking to Russia is evil. And we should, we should prosecute any, any politician who's ever talked to a Russian <laughs> because talking with Russians evil. And I said, let's go. I can guarantee you there'll be more Democrats who are casualties than Republicans, than conservatives. Guarantee you. It's been we conservatives who have been very critical of the, of the last administration and their timidity allowing Vladimir Putin to do all manner of, of well, counter, counter to our interests activities, counter to civility counter to world security as i mentioned before invading an ally an ally that we were pledged to defend and didn't stealing their land like common thieves did vladimir putin so we've been consistent since all this stuff had been going on here on the chris alcedo show that russia is an enemy and they need to be treated like an enemy during the campaign we this is one of the points of contention we took with the trump campaign saying look you better get in there and start being tough because obama has bent the united states over and vladimir putin has had his way with the united states when democrats ran the show you better change that was what we were saying so at at any rate this back channel business do you guys realize there were back channels with the soviet union do you guys realize that? It's kind of prudent when the, uh, that two nations that have the potential to destroy the planet several times over. It's a good idea that they're talking, whether it's a front channel, back channel, just that they're talking. So back channels have existed between Soviet Union and the United States, Russia and the United States, because they are massive nuclear powers. And I think common sense individuals who are not Democrats, as a matter of fact, common sense in Democrats, it's a contradiction in terms, but common sense individuals say, it's got a good thing that they're talking because that stops the whole nuclear exchange thing from happening. So at any rate, there's uh, our flip around folks. And I, we've asked a question on the Chris Salcedo show Facebook page, and I'm hoping you guys can answer it. Does the basket of bias cover anything that you are interested in or that will better your life? For the last six months, has the basket of bias press covered anything that you find that will improve your life, meaning holding government accountable, seeing about getting more money into your pocket, seeing about getting the government off your back, do they cover any of that? Or do they cover what they want to cover for their political agenda? And they do. And don't, don't think this isn't happening, folks. They do have an agenda. And their agenda is that of the Democrat Party. The, the propping up and the survivability of the Democrat Party. Uh, up next, some goings on in Texas we'll talk about because it's making national news. There was couple of uh, loudmouth leftist Latinos who assaulted a Republican on the, the Texas State House floor 
And the Republicans said, look, you, you, you come at me, I'm going to put a bullet in you. And then it's reported by the basket of biased press that it was the Republican threatening gun violence. I kid you not. Uh, it, it's, it's quite astonishing. We'll get into all of this. And did ESPN Dr. Tiger Woods mugshot? I, I, it's being reported out there. I've yet to verify it. I, I'm, I'm going to look it up. Because I, I've just, I've, I just got word of this before I was getting on, on the air. So I'll look at the pictures. But why would ESPN do such a thing? Back in a minute, it's Chris Salcedo's show here on The Blaze. Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. You're listening to the Latino conservative Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> oh man, this is this is too good. A uh, Business Insider has that has this story. ESPN is being accused of altering Tiger Woods' mugshot to make his hair look better. But it may have just been a sloppy crop. Not his hair, but the crop job on um, on the photo. Uh, <laughs> this is... Okay. You can bring that music if you want. Um, all right. This, I'm looking at it right now. And let me just tell you what I see. And if you want to see this story, we'll put it up on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, type in the Chris Salcedo Show, find us, and uh, make sure you follow the page. Uh, what I'm looking at is a picture of Tiger Woods, who has a lot of stubble on his face, and the mugshot on the left. And the mugshot in his hair is all mussed up, and it's not very well kept. Uh, of course, he was, you know, drunk. He was caught DUI, didn't know where he was. <laughs> it was... Uh, of course, of course this, this broke over the weekend, folks, so you guys may be just hearing this for the first time. And so I look over what ESPN put up on one of their graphics. And what they're saying over at Business Insider, and what I, I think that maybe they've heard ESPN's, uh, ESPN's explanation, is that they were cropping his image to put on a, a more... ESPN friendly background, a blue background, and they used a tracer program. And it was the, the, the program was the one that took off the must up hair. But that doesn't, what I'm also looking at is an angle on this that kind of makes his, his stubble uh, from his non shaved face also look um more trimmed and intentional not neglected 
it, it's, it seems to me that ESPN tried to clean this up. Trying to clean up the image of, of Tiger Woods. Which, by the way, look, nobody wants Tiger Woods to, to do uh, well more than me. I, I, I have no personal animus toward Tiger Woods. Other, other than the fact that, whoa, other than the fact that um, he, uh, you know, cheated on his wife, had the world by the tail, millions of dollars, every advantage in the world, and he blew it because he couldn't keep it in his pants. I, and that's my, my, own, my own personal take on it. It's like, man, you, you had everything. You had everything. And you had to go step out on your wife. And why do that? And I, I've, I, I'm often <laughs> quoted as saying, I told my wife, look, I, I never cheat on you. I'd leave you first before I'd cheat on you. I don't see the point. If you want to be with somebody, go be with somebody. If you don't want to be with somebody, you now there's something because of my faith. I can't just up and say, well, got to go. <laughs> I am compelled to work things out. Uh, marriage is forever, that kind of thing. But aside from that, I mean, on a practical level, I, you know, I, I told my wife, you have to worry about me cheating on you because I'd leave you before I'd do that. So at any rate, Tiger Woods had, you know, we all know the history. And it's, it strikes me that so many people want to see Tiger Woods, and me included. So I, I, I think I know a little of what I speak. I, I wanted to see this guy get his life back together because he was so iconic in the late 90s, early 2000s just top of his game and because of if anybody who knows that the nature of of the game of golf and i'm i've played a few rounds in my life and i i i know enough about it to know that i suck and to know that it is really hard to be good at that game and he was one of the best and he brought a whole new generation into golf he was he was one of these figures that transcends the sports he was in so when he fell, and he fell really hard, there was this element that's very American, I think, that wanted him to correct his life and get back, back at it and, and succeed again. The tiger of old, if you will. So I understand that, but you and I as as either sports fans, not necessarily golf fans, but sports fans, and not maybe not necessarily fans of Tiger Woods, but of sports in general, can, can relate to this. Now, you and I are different than sports news. Sports news is supposed to report it as is. The unvarn- There's supposed to be a news outlet, but don't forget, ESPN is a member in good standing of the basket of bias. They're going to try to protect those that they believe deserve to be protected. And uh, because of political considerations, I would submit to you that Mr. Woods is one of those people because of the politics over at ESPN, not, not because of the, what I just mentioned. There was a, I can't remember I read this, and who it was, but there, there are more than a few people out there saying the reason why ESPN's numbers are falling like a rock is because they got into all this left-wing BS crap. 
and they started echoing it and they started glorifying the Colin Kaepernick's of the world and all the, the America downers of the world and the cop haters and the Black Lives Matter BS. And, and, and that, that was the biggest, what is the right word I'm looking for? That ESPN made the biggest miscalculation I think that anybody could have ever made because their base, those who watched ESPN, that wasn't their politics. ESPN's audience doesn't hate the United States. ESPN's audience, well, didn't. Because all those people who love the United States, they don't watch ESPN anymore. All those people, I would also rationalize those who love sports don't watch ESPN anymore. So, so, so again, ESPN is a victim of their left-wing extremism, and you look at this doctored photo, and I, I can't dismiss, I'm not going to be as charitable <laughs> as uh, the business insider saying, oh, it was just a, it was just a, a terrible crop job. No, I, I think this was very intentional. All right, folks, much more to talk about, more things of substance coming up. The other side of the break, it's the Salcedo Show on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Show. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice. You guys may not have heard this story. It came out of uh, Texas. A community called Hearst. There was a, uh, I think it was a 12-year-old little boy, 8-year-old little boy, who had a birthday party over Memorial Day. And everybody was busy. Everybody had like plans, vacation, or what have you with the family. So nobody showed up to his party. And uh, I'm not sure how the Hearst Police Department found out about this, but six officers showed up to the birthday party because uh, the young man wanted to be a police officer when he grew up. So the, department's, uh, the department had six officers show up and celebrate this little boy's party with him. Isn't that cool? Isn't that, to protect and serve, that was the serve part. Uh, that, I, I heard that story, and for those of you who have birthdays on holidays you guys can relate everybody's always busy i i got a birthday that comes just before christmas and everybody's only got a party to go to they're out to grandma's house it's it was tough when i was a kid to get to get kids to show up to the party because everybody's gone so the fact that uh these police officers took time out uh six of them showed up there Half a dozen. That's pretty cool. Telephone numbers 888-900-3393-888-900-3393 to White Plains, New York we go. Rich, long time, no talk, man. How you been? Hey, Chris, what's happening? Not a lot, man. Uh, what's going on with you? <coughs> I was listening to you uh, rip on ESPN, and they've been, they've been liberally biased for the longest time in ways that, that you know, you don't know that I could tell you. Yeah. Um. I was watching ESPN uh, years ago, and they were doing the 50 greatest athletes. And generally, when you do something like that, you um, you know commemorate and celebrate all the athletes' accomplishments until they got to Bobby Jones. 
Do you know who that was? Bobby Jones. Uh, no, okay. I don't remember. Bobby Jones was a golfer who played in the 1920s. We're talking almost 100 years ago. He's the only golfer, and he did it as an amateur, to win all four majors um, on the professional golf tour. And ESPN had to include the something to the effect of he is a racist. They, 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 they had a whole part of his, you know, uh, uh, thing, t- telling everybody he was a racist because he established Augusta National um, Golf Course, which was exclusive only um, to whites. Then you have the Tiger Woods. ESPN was celebrating so prematurely that Tiger Woods is the great, this was back when he was the number one golfer, is the greatest golfer ever to play the game. They were saying this over and over and over again. And unfortunately, the standard by which they measure who the greatest golfer is, is how many majors you've won. And Jack Nicholas is about four or five um, majors tournament wins ahead of Tiger Woods. And right now, it looks like Woods will never, ever catch him. So now they're all, nobody's, you know, Chris, nobody's saying, oh, you remember when we were calling Tiger Woods the, the greatest golfer ever? Well, we're back to Jack Nicklaus now, you know. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I hear, uh, look, I understand some of the bias that existed toward uh, having Tiger Woods do well and you know what but i but but i've got to, i've got to admit i was part of that fan base uh because you know it typically there was there wasn't a lot of color among the ranks of the the pro golf tournament uh, there just hadn't been a lot of there hadn't been a lot of interest you know a lot of the, a lot of the folks who were of color were in the other sports in baseball football and and others so uh, when, when Tiger Woods came onto the scene, and not only did he do well, he dominated. He was a dominant force. And it was, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you and say that wasn't a component of, of this. But uh, uh, I, I think that where, where Tiger Woods, at least initially, was different is that he was delivering. You know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't like, do you remember uh, Limbaugh got in trouble when he was talking about Donovan McNabb and how he was overrated because he was a black quarterback? Remember that? And a lot of folks, judging by what the, by what he did uh, out on the field, there was there was a good deal of debate whether or not he was a good quarterback or not, or you know, or he I mean, he was he was okay, but there there were those who had agendas inside of ESPN who wanted to give him more of a benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't have given somebody of equal caliber had they been white, and that was patently obvious to anybody who had been watching. Well, there's a, there's a lot of uh, media. That, you know, here's just what I don't understand, Chris. Why um, all of a sudden, uh, for like 15 years, about the time George Bush was elected, I've been trying to tell people the biggest obstacle to bringing conservatism uh, back to this country was the liberal media. And people looked at me like I was some kind of tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist. I even talked to Rush Limbaugh, speaking of the man himself, on his show. And when I would bring it up, he would poo-poo it. He would say it's baked into the cake. The Republicans can't use it to, you know, for, or to excuse losing. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. What would he say was baked in? Oh, by the way, folks, just so you know, uh, Rich, hold on one second. Right now, a test is happening. 
as we're speaking, uh, a, a missile being fired off from a point in the Pacific, I believe. And we are attempting to intercept it, basically a bullet hitting a bullet in midair. Uh, Andrews Air Force Base in California is where Fox is. I believe that's where the, the missile was fired from. So the Pentagon is performing this test, I believe, as we're speaking, because I'm seeing footage flash across the screen. So just FYI, that's happening right now. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, so what, what was Rush saying that, that, uh, that, that, that you should have you should abandon? What, what, was he, what was he talking about? Well, this was, this was like after, I would call Rush's show like when, you remember when Candy Crowley pulled that document out of her butt to, to put uh, Mitt Romney in a sling, you know, uh, okay? Or, or yeah. when uh, 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 John What's-His-Face uh, on CNN accused Newt Gingrich of having an... There was his opening question in the debate, okay? And, and, nobody, and nobody came to their defense. And I would call Rush Limbaugh and say, look, we, we got to do something about this. So why would anybody agree... Okay, to go into the lion's den, to, to have a debate with, with CNN moderating. And Rush would say, well, that's no excuse. It's, 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 it's baked into the cake. You've got to expect that kind of thing. And now, and you know, what's really ridiculous is everybody's all in using this to defend Donald Trump, who's not even a conservative. Well, and, see, and, and that's, and see, and I, I think that maybe what you, in that last part that you just enunciated, I think it's changed the calculation of a lot of guys like Rush. See, with me, I came from news. So I know what news is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fair. It's supposed to be accurate. And what we're seeing is not that. What we're seeing is not news. What we're seeing is complete and utter sanctioned bias. And you're absolutely right when it comes to these, these debates. And I think this last election cycle proved to everyone beyond a shadow of a doubt that there should no, Republicans should not acknowledge. And I think there was even, there was even after, after John Harwood uh, pulled his garbage, uh, I think you mentioned him from CNBC, after John Harwood pulled his garbage, his biased garbage, uh, against Donald Trump saying, aren't you really a clown? Remember that? Um, uh, Many people said, man, why is the Republican Party agreeing to not only give these folks ratings over it, uh, over the basket of bias, but giving them the ability to tear them down? And I think I think uh, you may have been ahead of the of the curve on this one, man, because if you were talking with uh, the the leaders of the conservative movement way back in the day saying, why are we setting ourselves up for failure? This idea of saying, oh, well, the press is going to be biased and we got to accept that to hell with that. I say, no, we don't have to accept that at all. And I don't need to be a willing participant. I don't need to give John Harwood and the rest of the people in the basket of bias a baseball bat to beat me over the head with. Everybody was so timid to, to, to um, accuse the, the press of being biased. And I want you to go to YouTube, Chris. I want everybody in your audience to go to YouTube and, and find the debate in, in, um, where Newt Gingrich was on the, on, on the, on the, asked the first question about his wife, and he gave it to the moderator. Oh, I, I remember it. Gave, I remember it. He gave it to him, and I saw something that I've never ever seen in a debate before. I saw a standing ovation. Newt Gingrich shut that theater down when when, when he gave John what what the heck was his name for? CNN? Was it was it Harwood back then too? Was, this this was in the 2012 no. debate when Gingrich was. Um, when Gingrich was leading at one point ahead of Mitt Romney, and that that moment in the debate when 
when Gingrich stood up and said, I'm not interested in you getting uh, Republicans to attack one another. And, and, and the whole, I remember the whole place went no, nuts. No, this was, this was a, he, he asked the question because they timed an article that, about his wife and an alleged open marriage question. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. before the debate, and it was the opening question, and, and they said, and he opened, this guy, the moderator for, for CNN opened with this question, which was ludicrous, and, and uh, Newt Gingrich, and he asked, would you like to comment? And Newt says, no, no. but I will. <laughs> and he says, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I think I think this is the, one of the lowest points in media, or something to that effect, that you would open such an important discussion about somebody who wants to be the President of the United States with a question like that. And, and I remember, to his credit, when he asked Mitt Romney, would you like to comment, and, he, and Romney showed a lot of class. He said, no, let's move on. Yeah, I, well, this, I don't know. I've, I'm looking in the archives right now as you and I were talking, Rich. This might. Hey, thank you for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. This, this might be it, folks. Let's listen in. In Massachusetts, a mandate, almost no one uninsured. In Texas, a more limited approach, about a quarter uninsured. Who's got the better end of this argument? Well, I'm frankly not interested in your effort to get Republicans fighting each other. <laughs> The fact is, but we've got no, to, we've got a no, choice we, between no, an individual you, mandate and not. Look, so you, anyway, you, go ahead. You, you, you have you would like to puff this up into some giant thing. The fact is, every person up here understands Obamacare is a disaster. It is a disaster procedurally. It was rammed through after they lost Teddy Kennedy's seat in Massachusetts. It was written badly. It was never reconciled. It can't be implemented. It is killing this economy. And if this president had any concern for working Americans, he'd walk in Thursday night and ask us to repeal it because it's a monstrosity. Every person up here agrees with that. Right. Yep. And let me just say, yeah, he wasn't done. Folks, I got to get to a break. I'll be right back. It's Chris Salcedo show here on The Blaze. Chris Salcedo. As you know, your ex-wife gave an interview to ABC News and another interview at the Washington Post, and this story has now gone viral on the Internet. In it, she says that you came to her in 1999 at a time when you were having an affair. She says you asked her, sir, to enter into an open marriage. Would you like to take some time to respond to that? No, but I will. I think the destructive, vicious, negative nature of much of the news media makes it harder to govern this country, harder to attract decent people to run for public office, and I am appalled that you would begin a presidential debate on a topic like that. Newt Gingrich, everybody, uh, former Speaker of the House, and I, I, I got to say, uh, I had forgotten about that until... I'm sorry, what was that? Say? Uh, Ron, you just said something in my ear. What did you... Oh, really? That's a lot longer than what you n normally said. I, I, just saying. <laughs> hey, Ellie's out this week, folks. Uh, Ron is, is pinch-hitting. Nice to have him on. Uh, just getting a little time cue about how much time we have. And, but anyway, so back to Newt Gingrich. Newt, Newt back then, uh, again, ahead of his day, he recognized the vitriol 
he recognized where the press had descended. Now, remember, this is the 2012, 2012 election. They, they were so desirous to keep resident Obama. Uh, the long knives were out for anybody who dared threaten resident Obama. And the fact that that wasn't John Harwood, that was John King of CNN. From the, even back then, even before I even coined the phrase, leader of the basket of bias. They had laid the groundwork for what they've devolved into today. Newt is absolutely right. Uh, Absolutely appalled that as Americans are tuning in to figure out what the issues are about. And this goes, and oddly enough, this goes right back to what we were talking about when we led the show about the question I posed on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. You guys will know when you find it. You scroll down, and I'd be interested to hear what you guys have to say. You'll see the picture, the words, basket of bias. That is who they are in the majority of the mainstream press. Does the basket of bias press cover anything, I ask, that you are interested in or that will better your life? And... The answer is definitively no. The only thing the press covers is what will advance their left-wing ideology. They don't care about your life. They don't care about your prosperity or what your family is going through. All they care about is ushering in electoral victory for Democrats to lord over you. And Newt Gingrich on the forefront, as he always is. Hour two of the show coming up next. Be right back. This is The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> 